0: hey friend, How many times are we led to believe that the number on the scale defines how healthy we are? How often do we think that being thin and having a smaller number in our dresses or our jeans means that we are healthy? Well, today I wanna bust through that myth, that myth that society has us believing all the time that thin equals healthy. I'm gonna be digging into BMI, we're gonna be talking body types, and we're going to unpack this idea of what it means to be healthy. Now, before we get started on what is going to be possibly a triggering, but also really a juicy episode today, I just want to remind you that the Productive Mum Academy is open. Level one is open. So Cycle Syncing 101 is ready for you to go and grab that course now. It really is The need to know about cycle syncing, the nuts and bolts, the stuff that you wish you had been taught about your body when you were going through puberty instead of sitting in a classroom being taught about your body by some creepy science teacher and a textbook. By the end of the course, you're gonna have a really good understanding of what is going on with your body, with your hormones, why you're feeling the way that you do. And you're also gonna get some really simple strategies of how you can tweak your nutrition and your fitness to optimize your energy levels, to support your weight loss, and also to have you being more productive in the work that you are doing. So click the link in the show notes, go and grab that course, And let's jump into what is gonna be a really juicy episode today. Welcome to the Productive Mom podcast. I'm SJ, mom, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach, and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3pm every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Hey friend, as you could probably tell from the intro, this is a topic I feel really strongly about because we as women are bombarded with images of thin models in social media, in magazines, And there is this belief in our society that if you're thin, you're healthy. But today, I want to bust that myth. And I want to remind you that you are worthy, regardless of what that number on the scale is, what your gene size is. You are so worthy, my friend. God loves you. God has created you to be this unique, amazing, special being. And you are so loved by him. But that being said, it's really important that we honor the body that we have and we look after it and we respect it. So what I want to do today is to bust through this myth that skinny Equals healthy and actually unpack what it is to be healthy and how we can measure our health. Now the reason that I wanted to dig into this episode is because I myself, I've spoken before about the way that I feel when I'm using social media apps like Instagram. You get bombarded by these images of what we as society believe is beauty and beauty is often equated to being thin and I'm not saying that we shouldn't worry about our weight because it's important for our bodies to be healthy but I don't know about you I am so fed up of seeing these images of perfection of what we think we should all be looking like and the reality is when we're looking at these images in magazines on social media The time and the effort that is taken to create this perfect image is not the reality that we all live in. This is not the mum bun, get the kids into school, in the car reality that you and I have every day. As a mom of a daughter, I am hyper aware of this. I'm hyper aware that my daughter is surrounded or is going to be, I mean, she's only four, she doesn't have access to social media right now, but I'm so aware, and also having been a secondary school teacher as well, I know the pressure, that young girls feel to be and look a certain way because they want to fit in and I really want us as parents as mothers to push against this stereotype that society has given us and if we can feel confident in who we are and the way that we look and how we feel about our bodies that is going to pass on to our children So today I want to unpack this concept of healthy, what it is to be healthy. And I'm going to start off by talking about BMI. And BMI means body mass index. And it's one indicator that is often used, particularly by medical professionals, as an indicator of how healthy somebody is. So your BMI is worked out by taking your height and dividing your weight by your height. And a healthy range is considered to be 18.5 to 24.9 now if you're under 18.5 you're considered underweight anything over 24.5 is considered to be overweight and the majority of people in the UK and certainly in the US are actually considered to be obese if you are working out their health or the condition of their body, if you like, using BMI. Now, one of the key things about BMI, in my opinion, is that it is fundamentally flawed. As a way of determining how healthy somebody is, I really don't like it because you're just measuring a person's health based on their height and their weight. Now, for me, as somebody who is five foot three, For me to be in a healthy weight range my weight has to be quite low and I have been in that healthy BMI weight range but to be honest with you when I was in that weight range my body didn't like it, my periods actually stopped, I was hungry and when your periods stop that's a huge sign that your body is under stress. So in terms of the BMI range for me as somebody who is just under five foot three most of the time I'm actually classed as being overweight and I actually really disagree with that as a measure of my health. In my opinion BMI is fundamentally flawed and the reason why is because first of all it doesn't take into account your general health. I mean for me as I just said when I was in what was considered to be a healthy BMI range my period stopped. That's not healthy is it? Another flaw is that it doesn't take into consideration the muscle to fat ratio. Now, we all know that muscle, there's this saying like muscle is heavier than fat. Like, yeah, muscle muscle is more dense than fat, but muscle takes up less space in your body. So you could be heavier but wear a smaller dress size. One of the other flaws with BMI as well is that it doesn't take into account your sex, whether you're male or female, and we know that for men and women our bodies are so different they're made up completely differently. And a man that has a healthy BMI and a woman with a healthy BMI are gonna look totally different anyway. So it's not taking into account your sex. It also doesn't take into account your age. Our bodies change as we get older. Our metabolism changes. As a mum, you know that your body changes when you have a baby. As you move into maybe perimenopause or menopause, your body is going to be different. It doesn't take into account bone density. It also doesn't take into account your body type. Now, we often inherit our body type from our parents. And there are three different body types, ectomorph, mesomorph and endomorph. And BMI does not take into account these particular body types. And I think that's a real failing in this system. And this is why I really want to get across to you that just because somebody is thin doesn't mean that they're healthy. Because that number on the scale, if it is low doesn't always mean that they are healthy. And I think a prime example with this that we often talk about when it comes to BMI is that rugby players, Okay, think about how long a rugby match is. Like, how many people who perhaps have a healthy BMI could run around and play rugby for the amount of time that rugby players do? But many rugby players fall into at least the overweight category, if not the obese category. But think about how strong they are, their cardiovascular fitness, and. So many athletes as well as rugby players will actually fall into the overweight category for their BMI because they have such a high muscle density, a high muscle to fat ratio that they will fall into what is considered to be an overweight category for their height. Now my friend I know that so many of our goals are linked to weight loss. If we've had a baby we can often feel really uncomfortable in our bodies. You might want to be thinking that you want to get back into your pre-baby genes and I get that and I'm not saying that you shouldn't have that goal in mind but I think what's really important to consider is your health. How do you feel in your body and what is healthy to you? What does healthy look like to you? Because healthy to you might look completely different for somebody else because we're all different. We are all uniquely made. Our bodies are different. Our body compositions are different. So healthy to one person might be unhealthy to another. And this is why I really want you to kind of move away from this myth that society leads us to believe that being thin is being healthy. So I want you to really dig into and have a really good think yourself about what healthy would look like for you. Like, is healthy being able to run a 5k? Is healthy being able to run half a marathon? Is healthy actually just being able to walk up the stairs without feeling out of breath? Does healthy look like for you being able to carry your shopping from the car into your house without feeling out of breath? healthy means so much, so many different things to so many different people. I mean, some other ways to think about healthy in terms of the measurement of healthy and a better way of measuring health and fitness, in my opinion, is the first one is to actually look at your muscle to fat ratio. We want our bodies to have more lean muscle lean muscle means that our clothes fit better it means that we have a higher metabolism we're burning more calories and muscle means that you're stronger I love that feeling of strength of being able to feel like I can lift stuff that I can lift my daughter who is now four years old and still wants to be carried but I have that strength to be able to lift her and to me that's a sign of good health we want to have less fat in our bodies because it is better for our organs. In particular, we want to make sure that we have a low visceral fat. We want to reduce the amount of fat that sits around our organs. So the muscle to fat ratio is a really, in my opinion, is a far better way of measuring your level of health. Now, your average pair of bathroom scales is just gonna measure your weight. So you stand on it and it tells you how heavy you are. And there are other bathroom scales of varying different price points and you know these things that link up to apps that you can get from Amazon and all, of, all over the place that will claim that they can scan your body and they can give you like a body mass reading. I use one at the gym because in my opinion, that's gonna be a higher level of accuracy but if you don't have access to something like that, having one of these, sta- these scales is actually a really good starting point because regardless of the level of accuracy, if you're on a weight loss journey or if you're on a fat loss journey, then you can use that scale to measure your starting point and you can use that scale to measure where you are on that fat loss journey. Because if you're consistent with it, if you're using the same scale, you're standing on that scale at the same time in the same clothes it's going to give you a higher level of accuracy because you're being consistent with how you are using it now its number the percentage might not be massively accurate like as accurate as perhaps using one of those bigger scales that scans you but it's still gonna give you a better understanding of what is happening in your body than just standing on that scale that's just giving you that one number of your weight. Because we do really want to get a better understanding of the head level of muscle that we have in our body compared to the level of fat. Now, another way that I love to measure how healthy or how fit somebody is, is actually to do with your heart rate. Now, you can work out your maximum heart rate, by taking 220 and taking away your age from 220. And that's gonna give you your maximum heart rate. And then from that number, you can then work out the percentages of your heart rate that your body's, your heart is working at. There's different levels that you want to be working your heart rate at depending what your goals are, the type of exercise that you're doing, whether you're doing high intensity training, whether you're doing more endurance training. But one of the things I love about using maximum heart rate, using heart rate as a measure of health and fitness, is you can see how quickly you recover because if you know what your maximum heart rate is, you know what your resting heart rate is, so that was if you were, say you were sat in your chair or your sofa, and you measure how many beats per minute your resting heart rate is, then you can work out how quickly your body recovers from some high stressful exercise, for example. Now the way that I use this, I have a heart rate monitor that sits just under my bra lying, it's a um, from a company called MyZone. There's loads of different ones out there from Garmin, but I quite like the MyZone because it gives you all these different colours. And you, I wear my MyZone heart rate monitor when I'm cycling in the gym doing spin classes. And I really like to see how quickly it takes my heart rate to come back down to a more normal level after a, an interval within the workout. And ultimately what we're looking to do is to get that time down as quickly as possible because that shows how healthy your heart is it shows how strong your heart can be to push the blood around your body and how quickly it can recover and get back to its normal levels and your heart rate also is a really good indicator of the strength of your heart and how good your heart is at pushing that blood that oxygenated blood around your body so i love to look at heart rate i'm quite obsessed by it at the moment i'll be honest with you i love seeing the different colors on my my zone app seeing where my heart rate level is and at what stage i'm actually working at at that particular point point. and i'm going to do an episode in the future where i'm going to be talking about like wearable technology and the benefits and how you can use it But that's something we can geek out together over in a different episode. But for today, I wanna wrap this up by saying, you know your body. You've lived in your body for however many years you have been on this earth. You know yourself whether you are healthy or not. I know you do. And remember, it isn't about what other people are doing. These images that we're given that are forced upon us by society, leading us to believe that to be healthy, you've got to look and weigh or wear a certain dress size. That's not true. Your body is unique. Your body is unique and special to you. God created you that way. You know what is healthy for your body. You know whether or not you need to lose a few pounds so that you can feel better in yourself or whether you need to actually eat a bit more because you're a bit underweight at the moment because perhaps you're really stressed out. We're aiming for healthy, not skinny, healthy and healthy for you is going to look completely different from healthy for me so i challenge you to go away from this episode as i said earlier and really dig into what does healthy feel like in your body what does healthy feel like for you i'm not going to say look like because then you're gonna be down that rabbit hole of comparing yourself to other people and what they look like in their bikinis. What does healthy feel like for you in your body? I would love to know what your thoughts are on that. Please reach out to me if this episode has touched you, if perhaps it's really resonated with you, and perhaps if it's really helped you to change your mindset and bust this myth that we have around our body size and our health get in touch with me via email, I love getting emails from you, my email address is in the show notes, send me an email, tell me what you think, how you're feeling and whether or not this has impacted your thought process and your relationship with your body because I really hope that it does and that being said, if you enjoy this episode, if you enjoy the episodes that I am putting out there The biggest thank you that you can give me is to actually leave me a review on iTunes. It really helps other people find this podcast and it also helps me feel like there are people out there listening to me and it's not just me sat here on my own behind my mic with my dog Molly snoring by my feet remember if you want to get in touch with your body and you want to have a better understanding of what is going on with your body you should absolutely go and grab the level one of the productive mum academy cycle thinking 101 what is going on with your body how your hormones affect the way that you feel and some really simple strategies to help you optimize your health and your fitness as always have an amazing day have a great week and i look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a year.